following is a recording that I have found on the internet. I do not know the authenticity. I haven't confirmed it myself. There was no way to confirm it. But uh, it sounds uh, true to the things that I know from other sources. Uh, it confirms a lot of things that I've been showing and talking about the shape of the crafts and their location and uh, them being visible for quite a long time. Uh, so, since uh, the source is the internet, uh, anything can be true or false on the internet, it can be fake or not, uh, draw your own conclusions, uh, make up your own mind. Uh, if you ask me, it sounds authentic and uh, it makes sense. Uh, so listen to it and uh, draw your own conclusions, here it goes. was 
of such a shock to even my belief system that once confirmed, I had to sit down and take a moment to get a hold of myself. What I saw, I can best explain in my own words as an array of massive three-dimensional black structures in space, in straight-line formation, advancing in the direction of planet Earth. I know this because I was shown images taken three months prior which depicted the very obvious course of direction by these things, which had moved millions upon millions of miles closer within just months. Now I was there with the understanding that it was my job to aid in gauging exactly what type of composition these objects were made up of and whether they were man-made, natural, or unnatural to anything seen before it. Now, using the scientific instruments provided by NASA that are available to us today, we were able to discern the fact that these were not naturally occurring materials and that they were, to our best but limited understanding, some sort of metallic, carbon-reinforced material, several thousand times the structural hardness of what we have today, whether it be natural occurring diamonds or carbon nanotube-type material. The objects seemed to also be emitting some sort of force field that deflected space particles from touching the surface, almost like the magnetic field around the Earth, which shields it from the sun's rays and solar material. The objects were getting so close that with our telescopes, we could see the structural features of these things in high detail. They were shaped in the best way I can describe as a three-dimensional L-shaped craft. I use the word craft loosely, as we do not know if these things are piloted or vehicles at all in the strictest sense. All we knew is that they were moving, and moving fast. By January 2013, the objects had been tracked to about 200,000 miles past the planet Mars. Once they reached this point, almost instantaneously the objects vanished from our telescope lenses. I mean completely vanished, and as if they had activated some sort of invisibility shield at the flick of a switch. That's the best way I can describe it. We couldn't see them on any form of radar we have or any other visual medium available. We were left scratching our heads, and by this time, I knew that the upper echelons of the U.S. government were worried about these things because I was under a constant 24-7 guard by Secret Service agents who kept a close eye on me every single day since late 2012. I did not go home, go to the grocery store, or wake up in the morning without the reality of knowing that I was being watched. Some very powerful, high-up people were keeping an eye on me and the work that we were doing regarding these objects. Although I was never told about this, uh, it was obvious uh, with what I saw going on around me and the personnel involved. So for nearly the entire year of 2013, we watched the skies in disbelief of what had occurred. We didn't know what was going on or where these things were. According to my calculations, these things would have been so close to us by now that we would have no problem seeing them in the night sky had they stayed visible to us. But as I said, we didn't know whether they were still coming in the recorded direction or if they had simply left the solar system altogether. We just didn't know enough to gauge what was going on and what these things were really here for. I was sent home awaiting orders to continue my work as needed, and for some six months I did not hear so much a phone call regarding the situation. Uh, it wasn't until all of this commotion regarding the government shutdown, particularly of all the space surveillance projects, that I made some calls to see what was going on. Sure enough, what I had feared the most had been confirmed after I contacted a close friend whom I had worked with confidentially on this project at the McDonald Observatory. I asked him what was going on, and was there something to all of these space monitoring programs being shut down, including NASA, and was there cause to worry? My colleague sounded extremely unnerved when I spoke with him, 
At one point, it was almost as if he was trembling in his speaking. And I asked him, you know, what, what is going on here? It was then that he told me that the objects had reappeared and had positioned themselves behind the moon. It was then that he told me that the objects had reappeared and had positioned themselves behind the moon. The blackout of all space monitoring programs was essential to keeping the lid on what had happened. I did not speak with my colleague long due to the fact that he was not supposed to be speaking with anyone and was risking even his own life even calling me back. But what I do know is that these objects reappeared sometime earlier this month and positioned themselves in a circular type alignment which allowed them to dock to the backside of the moon or just above the backside of the moon so as to remain virtually invisible to sky watchers. The things are up there and they're just beyond our view of sight when we look up at the moon. The things are up there and they're just beyond our view of sight when we look up at the moon.